It's time now for Faith in Action, the program that looks at how ordinary people are putting their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is underwritten by the Knights of Columbus, Council 6923 and Fishers, and is produced by Catholic Radio Indy. If you have any comments or suggestions for this program, please contact Bridget at catholicradioindy.org. That's B-R-I-G-I-D at catholicradioindy.org. Or call 317-870-8400. Now, here's today's edition of Faith in Action. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Ayer. Hello, Jim. Hello, everyone. And we do want to remind you again about our annual dinner. We've got lots of people signed up, but we've got lots of seats available. And uh, it's easy to reserve some seats for yourself. Uh, Just go to our website, catholicradioindy.org. catholicradioindy.org. The dinner is August 24th, a Tuesday night, August 24th. Begins at 6 p.m. at the uh, what used to be the Northside Knights of Columbus Hall. Same building, same place. It's now got a new name. It's the Northside uh, Events and Social Club. And our guest speaker is going to be Father Vince Lampert. And Father Vince is the exorcist for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. Well, Father Vince is always um, got lots of great information about what an exorcism is and what it isn't. And he's even written a book on it now, and I'm sure he'll have copies of the book available there, too. So mark your calendar, August 24th. We would love to see you there for the Catholic Radio Annual Dinner. If you don't have uh, access to a computer or have some questions you want to ask, just give us a call at 317-870-8400. 317-870-8400. Might slip in another little bit of information here. I want to point out that But sometime soon, I will be retiring from Catholic Radio. I've uh, been privileged to serve here for about 17 years now. But uh, time to kind of move on and uh, retire. (laughs) Uh, Move on sounds so much better. But uh, we are looking for a replacement. So uh, maybe that's you. Maybe it's somebody you know or somebody that you've heard of. We'd like to find somebody who's uh, well-rooted in their faith. If possible, somebody with a little bit of uh, radio experience, maybe, uh, a little bit of management experience, maybe. Oh, gee, if somebody were an engineer or even a half an engineer, um, that might be good, too. But we'd like to talk to some people about it. So if you uh, know somebody or you want to talk to us further about it, just uh, give us a call at 317-870-8400. Or you can email Jim, that's me, Jim, at Catholic Radio Indy. Dot org and we can get a conversation going and tell you a little more about it. Well, today we are going to be talking about um, anxiety. And, um, you know, in this, uh, I guess, world that we live in, we all face anxiety. We all have storms in life. But there are some very helpful ways for dealing with stress and anxiety if we avail ourselves to them. And this, this topic uh, caught my eye in the bulletin. Um, about a book club that was going to be happening at my parish, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. It's called Anxious for Nothing. And I thought, wow, what a great topic for now. Uh, leading the group um, in this book study, uh, the, the book study, the book is by Max Locato, but our guest today is Jane Slayton. She is the Outreach and Pastoral Care Director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and she joins us today. Welcome to Faith in Action, Jane. 
Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to join you too. Well, Jane's been here uh, many times talking about various with many different hats on. Yeah, with different many hat every time. Yes, yeah, you actually have two roles at the parish there. Um, one's at the parish, and then one's with the Merciful Help Center. Talk about your roles, real briefly. Well, outreach and pastoral care, Merciful Help Center is the outreach, the biggest outreach that we have at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. So it has to become its own entity because it's rather large, and it offers. 24 services to the entire county and the north side of of Marion County as well. So that's really to service the poor. But then we have the outreach and pastoral care within our parish, which is like where Haiti falls or where funeral luncheons fall or Mary Rose Threads of Love, the burial gowns for the babies, um, divorce support, grief share, Stephen Ministry, divorce support for children. And usually we try to do something. We bring in... Um, well-educated psychologists, um, psychiatrists, um, social workers, licensed clinical social workers to talk about various things. But we were really talking at staff about the overwhelming anxiety of coming back to church and participating in things, and, and this is what this was sprung out of as a conversation that happened um, at a staff meeting. Well, how did you happen to pick this particular book, Anxious for Nothing? I'm not familiar with it. It's been out a little while. Um, Talk about how you found the book and um, what you're doing exactly with the book at the parish. Well, I'd read this book a while ago because that's what my office does. We do all the Ds, Mm. divorce, death, Mm. difficulties. You know, that's, that's, that's our job, so... Um, we're well-versed with many, many, um, in many difficult areas. Um, and I, we have a giving library in my office where we would, um, you know, deal with um, anxiety, uh, depression. Uh, uh, you know, somebody might be gaslighted and they might need a book to understand what's going on with them. And anxiety is just one of them. So that's been on my shelf for quite a long time. But I, when I heard that at staff, I got on and just... Um, Googled, you know, best books on anxiety, and obviously Max's book popped up, and it was near the top, but what I liked about it is it has a video um, as well. It has a video with Max himself in it um, explaining things, and it also has um, a workbook that participants can use because, they, you know, journaling is extremely healthy and, and really effective in, in overcoming difficulties um, such as anxiety. And so um, I, I, it was just a whole package. So what I did was I got my, uh, one of my Stephen leaders, uh, Laura Cole and I, we, we bought it and then we just viewed the whole first session and decided whether or not this was something that we could do. And then we picked a group of table leaders, beautiful women, um, each one in their own right, and then we put it out to the public. And we have a nice full room of people participating. So, yeah, how many people have signed up for it at at, at this point? And do you well, sign up or do you 30, show up? Do you sign up 30. or show up? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, you know, we don't care. <laughs> we, you know, we're we're all we're all about reducing the anxiety. <laughs> you walk in, you're welcome. Uh, uh, because that doesn't work for some people. It doesn't work that their name tag is sitting there and that a whole world sees their name. That might even bother them. They mm-hmm. can write their own name on a sticker. Um, and just and they get to stay with the same table too, which increases their comfort. We really are very careful about when we open up that wound at the end of the session. We close that wound. We put band aids on it, um, you know, in order to be ready for uh, exiting a safe room. 
and you know we talk about confidentiality and how important that is um you know everybody's story is their own story so it's a it's a safe wonderful environment and we invite anybody to come the entire time it's only five weeks long but you asked bridget um me the other day if you thought we'd do it again and i do think we'll do it again but it is up to that leadership you know if we get that leadership um and they would like to do it again we're all about it now does the group uh you say stay together for the whole five weeks, but um, does someone have to wait till the beginning of a five-week session, or can they, you know, show up uh, midway through and go midway through the next session? How does how does that work? Great question, Jim. Yes, they can show up anytime they want because, and when we run it again, they can pick it up again. But you know, you can learn a lot. Each each um, each one does build off the other, but each one has its own morsel of knowledge. Each session has their own morsels of knowledge and. Even if you come for one session, you're going to learn something. And some people have just picked up the books from us, mm-hmm. and they're doing it at home on their own. And that's perfectly fine, too, because that's great. You know, maybe they want to do a book study with their family. My dad did book studies and Bible studies for us while we were growing up, and I learned a lot. Um, and, you know, I think I'm closer to my family because of those. That, well, that's me- an interesting concept. I have never thought about that before. I uh, raised three children who are all adults now and we did not have a family book club so to speak but i can see where that would really serve an interesting purpose within the family dynamic of you know all reading the same book and uh, even if it's only a half hour or an hour whatever it might be or dinner just discussing the book that would uh, be a very interesting exercise for a family well jane i want to i want to throw this out there right now since you brought it up um I know that the the sessions have run, I think that started at the end of June, and it's running through when? Uh, July 23rd. Okay. And so... July 21st. July 21st, sorry. So people are going to be hearing this, you know, know, when it's coming to the tail end. But if people want to come over to Our Lady of Mount Carmel to get a book, um, where are you guys located? What do they do? Um, They just say, hey, I I got anxiety. Can I have the book? (laughs) Will people know what they're talking about? Well, now that you're saying this, um, obviously you're, this is going to air a little bit later, right when Tools for School hits. So mm. you guys help me get volunteers for Tools for School, please, <laughs> and then I'll keep all my what-ifs at bay. But anyway, uh, so I think I probably should just go ahead and um, set the next dates as soon as possible. So if they go to Our Lady Mount Carmel and the Merciful Help Center, we post it both places okay. because people associate me with the Merciful Help Center, so I, w- I make sure it's everywhere they look. And we'll post the next dates. We'll get the um, leadership and help us to set up some next dates, and then they can join that then, or and they can pick up the books at the Merciful Help Center anytime. We have plenty of books and workbooks. And um, I'm at uh, 1045 West 146th Street. On, uh, it's on the corner of Oak Ridge Road and 146th Street in the Matthew 25 Center. And if they say I'm here for anxiety workbooks, every staff member would know to hand you. They know exactly what to give you. So uh, the website is olmc1.org, or you can go to the mercifulhelpcenter.org in terms of those two websites. Uh, I want to I want to read this quote because I I came over there and I got a copy of the book because I thought, man, this is awesome. Maybe my family will do this, but I want to show up for the meetings as well. Um, so I want to read this quote that I saw that I thought was really great in the book. The presence of anxiety is unavoidable. But the prison of anxiety is optional. Isn't that a good one? Yeah. It's, it's, there's, it's 
loaded with these. Anxiety and fear are cousins, and, but not twins. Fear sees threat. Anxiety imagines one. I mean, it is full of those, Bridget. It is, it's, it's a phenomenal book. It really is. And it's all about recognizing God as the sovereign being and that we don't really have to worry. We don't have to ruminate. Or all those, all those things people say. I don't know what words you and uh, Jim use, but I've heard uneasy, stressed, my stomach's in knots, I'm shaking in my boots, um, I feel rattled, uh, squirrely was one in my day and age <laughs> that we used, or on the edge or fretful. There's so many ways that people say anxious because they're not comfortable with anxious, the anxiety word, because it's associated with so many diagnoses that mm-hmm. people have. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, we're not talking about, like, uh, generalized anxiety disorder or, so, or social anxiety disorder or separation anxiety as a child. We're talking about general anxiety as you go through your day, that feeling of maybe dread, that feeling of worry, uh, the rumination of what might happen, the what if. So we're taking those what ifs and we're asking, why are we what ifing ourselves? Why are we doing that to ourselves? That's what he's asking us to do. And then he has this awesome um, thing called calm. And so, when you guys have a second, if there's if there's time, I'd love to go through what calm means. I think that's great. I think we're going to take a break here. When we come back, okay. we're going to talk about what all cal- about calm. All about calm. All right. So stay tuned for more faith in action across America. There are quiet heroes changing lives every day. When disaster strikes, they lend support. They give hope to those in need, warmth to the cold, and help to those society ignores. Over the past decade, they have given more than $1.5 billion and 700 million hours to charity. When it comes to making a difference, the Knights of Columbus are on the front lines. Become a Knight and be the difference. Learn more at kofc.org. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Jim Ganley and I are in the studio, and we're talking with our guest, Jane Slayton. She is the Outreach and Pastoral Care Director at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and we're talking about this book club that's really, really for everybody, um, Anxious for Nothing. That, that title is just so good in the time that we live in. I want to talk about, Jane, the book is really based on a scripture from Philippians. What is that scripture? And then I want to go into the CALM, C-A-L-M, method. Well, it's based on Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving present, your requests to God, and peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the thing Max pounds on is that he didn't say, don't be so anxious, or reduce your anxiety, reduce your stress. It says, do not be anxious about anything, anything. Okay, that's like a tall order, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely. We get it, but that's what God is requesting of us, that we let, we enjoy this life, and we let him be God, and we are just who we are. So he, he breaks down that scripture verse, and he comes up with like a methodology, CALM, yes. C-A-L-M. Talk about what each one of those things means. Okay. If you, We have time. We have time. It's uh, celebrate is for C, celebrating God's goodness, recognizing he is, in, he is the I am. He is, the, he is our all. He's sovereign. 
And then A is ask God for help. That's all we have to do is ask. I think we forget to ask, so really he's asking us to pray and to give our give all of our difficulties to him. So L is leave. Leave your concerns with God. Leave them at the table. Leave them in his hands because we know we can trust him. And M is to meditate on good things. So, again, prayer, thinking about the good things, not necessarily always the bad things, because the good things bring joy. They bring peace. They bring hope. So calm, celebrate, ask, leave, meditate. Well, one of the one of the tasks that you're supposed to do in the book, I think it was maybe in the workbook, I've, I've got both and I've just been fascinated by this. One of the things that you were supposed to do in the beginning is to write maybe three anxieties down on a little piece of paper. <laughs> and then I'm guessing, you know, you read the whole book, you go through the series, and then at the end, maybe those are supposed to melt away. I'm, I'm asking you, Jane. <laughs> well, and we were talking earlier, we were talking about a to-do list at your house. And I bet everybody here has made a to-do list of things to do, things that you were worried about. Perhaps you even woke up at 2 or 3 in the morning and you were so overwhelmed by your list of to-dos that you wrote them down in order to calm yourself enough to, to go back to sleep. Okay? Well, that's what this shows you. It shows you three what-ifs is what it is. What if, well, what if this happens? Well, what if they don't show up? Well, what if, what if he marries the wrong girl? What if... You know, all these things that we worry about for our children, for ourselves, for our coworkers, everybody, we can what if ourselves to to the grave. We really could. But these what ifs then five weeks later, you look at this envelope and you've learned all of this, everything in these books, and read these fantastic passages, so I would encourage everybody to read the book. You open this up, your group leader holds on to it, sealed with your name on it, you open it back up and look at it. Are those three things, what happened with those three things? Did, did anything come to fruition? Did anything bad result? And typically, no. Okay, so I, I, got, I told Jane at the break that I did this myself, and I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. <laughs> so I only put one thing down. And, okay, so I, re- I, sped, I sped, I read through the whole book. I, got, I, just, I just couldn't, I devoured it. And um, I opened up that envelope, and I'm like, who cares? That doesn't even matter now. <laughs> now it's still it's still something that could happen. A what if? But it's like it just it like it it went to like instead of this ocean, it's now like a tiny speck of sand, and it's not irrelevant. It's still there, but it's minimized. And I've got other things I can be spending my time on instead of worrying about that little speck of sand. So okay. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> it works. Okay, I want to get it for people that are listening that maybe want to lead one in their parish, like get one started in their parish or maybe do it at home. You offered a couple different ways. Are the, are the CDs expensive? I mean, what kind of an investment is involved for a parish to do this? I think the first set was only 129 for the video, mm-hmm. a hardback book, and, and one study guide. Um, so I think that that itself was um, not very expensive at all. But also the videos are available on YouTube. So you don't have to purchase it, um, but I wanted a good, high quality, and, you know, I do believe in copyright things and mm-hmm. that we need to observe that. So I purchased it, but it is available on YouTube, so somebody could do that at home and still see the videos. And then the books, um, also, you, you can listen to the book, usually at your public library, if you sign up for 
um, audiobooks if you're struggling with your eyes or whatever. You can sign up for that and hear, hear the book so you don't necessarily have to buy the book. But if any church wants to start one, well, I welcome them. They can always call me. Um, but really, you get a group of people together and get approval from your pastor or your um, whoever it is, the, the powers that be at your church, and then schedule a space for five weeks. We've been meeting one uh, day ahead on the Tuesdays ahead to, as the table leaders to like discuss the chapter. And we and what I did to make it not be so much work for everybody is each table leader. I did the first session. But then each of the table leaders then would take a, se- a session, and they would run that session. Well, so it's not too much on anybody. Well, I like the idea also of in a family, you could do it with a couple, like a married couple. You yeah. could do it by yourself. You know, you could even do it with like a, a Christ Renews, you oh, know, sure. team. Absolutely. Or a women's, a mom's group, or a dad's group. I mean, there's a youth group, but... T- what age would you say the book would be geared towards? I mean, how well, young would you say? It's funny that you said that, because when we initially talked about it, we decided that we wanted to invite youth. Um, and we know for protocol purposes that we would want to make sure that there was a parent under the age of 17. So we do have some youth in our group with their parents there. Um, and that's awesome. But I think an 8-year-old could be affected by this if the parents did the study and you have an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old being affected by anxiety, that this is just very logical stuff. This isn't, we're not getting, it does talk a little bit about the amygdala and the fight or flight and how important it is, and it explains that, you know, the amygdala, when it has an itchy trigger finger, here, you know, <laughs> it helps you, it, it pushes you into, into the anxiety world. Um, but it's very understandable for anybody. This is really understanding your relationship with God. And the closer you are to God, the more we don't have to worry. So it's all about building your relationship with the Father. And then once the Father's there for you, you know He's there. It's kind of like your dad being in the room. If your dad was a trusted person in your life and they're in the room, you don't really worry about anything. They're gonna, that dad's going to handle it. Well, that's our dad. God is our dad. That's a great point. And the other, the other thing that uh, one of the takeaways that I got was, which I thought was very helpful, was like pray specifically about the one thing that you're worried about, like very, very specifically. You yeah. know, uh, I'm worried about traffic when I drive in traffic, as an example. And yeah, then, that's a good example. And then you imagine Jesus in the car, and then you don't have to worry about things. Okay, what? Well, I pray for about that specific thing, and only about today, only today. Don't don't really be worrying about all these other things. And that's so scriptural. It is. It is being present, being present today. And also, our pride gets in the way. Be sure. humble. God is God. You're not. You're you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so humility plays a role. Guilt plays a role. That we have things in our past that we're very worried about. Um, it, it leads us to be anxious because we haven't talked to God about those things. Mm-hmm. But he already knows. Mm-hmm. He already knows. Interesting. Uh, you're not quite f- through with the uh, five weeks yet as we're recording this, but uh, are you getting any comments from participants, you know, as they oh break gosh. up for the evening? Of What kind of comments are you getting? Um, well, that they already feel more peaceful, um, that it's a safe environment. Um, one participant, um, one of the things that you do, the questions in the back, it gives you scriptures that, that provide a prescription for anxiety. 
So they want you to read the scripture and find the prescription within it. And one of the participants said something that kind of made my jaw drop, and, and maybe it was everything surrounding it, and I know I won't do it justice, but she said, the trees don't worry that they're going to lose their leaves. And so one of the scriptures was about nature and watching nature and how it, how it works. The birds don't worry that the storm is coming. They just go do their thing. And so she said this, and she was talking about that, that the trees falling, their leaves falling, and they know that they're going to get leaves again, and they're, they're not stressed out and dying. Well, I've heard of a stressed tree. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can find any way to stress something. Who knows? But, you know, it, it, was, it, it, it was eye-opening for me. And I think the people at the table all talking from their own perspectives that also you're with people that are like-minded, that are having a like dif- the same difficulty, wow, that is inspiring. And you feel such a closeness and a kinship. And, you know, it's al- almost easier for me to see how preposterous something is when I hear somebody else talking about it and go, oh, my gosh, that so applies to me. You know what I mean? So uh, the group is, is amazing. But they are coming away peaceful and feeling like this is going to make a difference in their life. And that uh, brings tears to my eyes. I, I just, uh, just in terms of reading the book, it, it really kind of blew my mind. Like you said, there, there are just so many, it's chalked through with scripture, but just so many practical things. I mean, I'm sure you're the same way, Jane, you read tons of books. We read tons mm-hmm. of books here at Catholic Radio. We with the best of the best. And I, I got to say, this is probably one of the, one of the better books I've read um, in general, but also on this topic, it really gets you close to God. Um, again, how can people get the book? How can they get connected um, to uh, you, Jane, if they have questions, if they want to lead a group or if they want to um, get the book? Well, they can email me, go to the website, you'll find my email address or my office phone number, and call me if you'd like to start a group, I can help you get started. Um, And then if you just want to be an individual participant, um, maybe perhaps you need a little guidance, maybe you need to see a minister for a few weeks, Um, we can can get anybody started. But I think the easiest way is to just look on the website, find my contact information, email me, I'll get you started, but, or pop into the Merciful Hope Center. And at 1045 West 146th Street, we'll give you a set and uh, see if see if Bridget's right, if it convinces you to, uh, <laughs> that it's all going to melt away. Yeah, so if you got a problem, go to Jane, right? Uh, <laughs> no, don't. Well, mm, I'm going to send you to the best psychologist I can find. <laughs> all right, so you go to olmc1.org or the mercifulhelpcenter.org and you can get um, connected to this book, Anxious for Nothing. Jane Slayton, uh, Outreach and Pastoral Care Director at Our Lady Mount Carmel, thanks so much for being your guest today to talk about this important topic. Oh, I'm so grateful to you guys. I'm so grateful. And, Jim, if you do leave, you are going to be so missed. (laughs) Your beautiful, smooth, silky, warm voice will be missed. Well, thank you. (laughs) What do you say? Thank you. You've been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how ordinary people are putting their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is underwritten by the Knights of Columbus Council 6923 and Fishers and is produced by Catholic Radio Indy. If you have comments or suggestions for guests or topics for this program, please email Bridget 
at catholicradioindy.org. That's B-R-I-G-I-D at catholicradioindy.org or call 317-870-8400. This program is pre-recorded.